0: Hello, and welcome to episode 32 of Man Vs. Business. My name is Les Jaynes, and I'm here with my co-host, Sean McMenamin. This week, Sean and I are discussing employee accountability. So, with that, let's go ahead and start the show.
1: So, Sean, how are you doing today? Good, Les. How are you? And and That's funny that you asked that, because we tried to... Be a little more technical. <laughs> producing this we, we we are on a process improvement kick, though, trying to better our sound and maybe even provide video, right?
0: Yeah, possibly. You know, it's uh, it's a whole new world for us, though. It is. You know, there's a there's a lot of choices and a lot of directions out there.
1: So, um, I'm a mechanical engineer, and actually, actually, I just got. Uh, Snapchat to maybe chat more with my (laughs) (laughs) 15-year-old.
0: So, uh, um, yeah, you know, we all realize that uh, Sean sounds a little bit like he's in a hole, and that's due to the distance and the way we're currently recording it. Um, But like Sean said, we are trying to figure out some ways to um, do that a little bit better. So so our topic today... Uh, We chose an interesting topic today that uh, uh, I am curious if Sean has a reason why he chose this topic. We're talking about accountability, uh, specifically just business accountability as a whole, and we have had this discussion uh, once before in which we talked about accountability as it relates to quality, but I think we're kind of broadening that discussion a little bit and, and going a little bit deeper dive. So, yes. so where do you want to start, at Sean?
1: Well, the reason, I did, and I do have a reason, because um, holding people accountable is is something that's somewhat difficult for, especially middle managers or new managers and, and new leaders to do. Um, one thing that that I have a hard time with when I'm discussing actions and tasks and goals that have to be done is, well, you know, I'm too busy for that, or or there's not enough time in the day, and, and and to me, in my notes, the last thing that I got to when I went through my thought process on accountability is is delegation. Delegation becomes easier once you have an accountable organization. So you have to build you have to build accountability so that the people the people throughout the organization can delegate and expect things to get done because accountability is very important from top to bottom and bottom to top. No matter how how thick your organization is.
0: So I'm going to play a little bit of devil's advocate here. In okay. that, um, isn't this just another one of those buzz, buzzwords that leadership likes to use just to try and
1: get more out of you? No, not at all. Okay, and and I think because I am passionate about certain things, and I'm passionate about the definition of words and what words mean, and what they should mean, not how individuals interpret the words. Right. Okay. accountability, accountability is, is being responsible for an outcome. Okay. Okay. And so, so what, what I liken it to is back in the old, old days, and maybe there aren't too many people that are, that are listening now that know what the old, old days are. People used to say, I give you my word. Okay. When people used to say, I give you my word, that meant that it was as good as done. All right. So when you when you in an an office in a a business environment say this is what we need to get done and you discuss how it's going to get done. And as the leader, you ask somebody to get their portion done and they agree they have to buy in. So accountability is a two way street. OK, you can't you can't just dictate and and expect someone to be accountable to get that done, because if they don't buy in, then you will hear all kinds of excuses and, and you've got to resist excuses. Uh, I think excuses are, are a, a – I mean, cancer is a terrible word because most of us have had it, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> but, but, but excuses are a pariah on the uh, morale, which we talked about last week, right. and the productivity of an organization. Because when, when people can get away with excuses, then you have no accountability and you have very sluggish performance. All right? So are we going to start spitting in each
0: other's hands and doing handshakes? Well, yeah, pinky swears or whatever you pinky need to swears, do. Pinky swears. There
1: you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. so, so that's why I say accountability is 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 being being responsible for that outcome. So so that means when somebody takes on a task and they say yes, I will do this task. It's got to have a time limit on it. I will do this task by next Tuesday, whatever it is. Then they understand that how they get to the the success of that task. Is up to them, and that's the relationship that you should build with as a leader. Okay, of course they've got to do it within the bounds of the legal, the uh, uh, corporate structure, you know, sure. financial financial restrictions that have you know that all, all that that go along with getting a a small project or a task done. But when they say it'll be done by next Tuesday, the leader of that that group can then go ahead to that person's boss and say, okay, my part because my people are going to do it and my people have learned how to be accountable. My part will be done by next Thursday. Okay. Because Tuesday, you know, the individual parts put together Wednesday, you know, the leader puts their, their part together. And then, and then that person can go to their VP or whoever and say, it'll be done next Thursday. That, That VP can go to the president and say, okay, well it'll be done by Friday because they know what part they have to add the added. Well, I don't want to say added value because who knows a customer might not be paying Right. For all these all these tasks. But the, the the portions of getting the project done and the schedule based on a plan of accountable actions can at least be put together so that there's confidence in when that outcome will happen and the quality produced of that outcome. So
0: one of the key things I heard in that was a word that's kind of hard to say, but I think it describes it very well, and that is specificity. I think yeah, specific. being specific I think uh, the, and making sure that the employee understands what you're asking of them uh, is very important to this accountability uh, topic in, in that if they walk away unclear, if they walk away not understanding what the outcome should be, I think that starts to degrade uh, the accountability that you're looking for.
1: Right, because they don't know what they need to produce. Right. So, in, in many of our discussions, we've talked about the, the the many tentacles of of running a business, running a department, whatever whatever part you are in an organization. If you're the whole organization, or you're just one integral part, um, specificity on what needs to be done is 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 key but the thing is how do you be specific you have to understand how these how the people that are going to do the tasks uh, understand what you say whether it's whether it's it's in a, a document form in a verbal form um, in a in a uh, process flow diagram so so they have to understand that so that part has to be built the, the planning on how you communicate to somebody has to be built as well and if you're building everything at the same time well, it's going to be very similar to what we talk about in a, a audit process. Mm-hmm. In a quality check, if, if you're building it all from the beginning and at the same time, well, you're going to have to check more, right? When you communicate to someone, you have to make sure that they heard you. Right. So you as a, as a leader has to has to understand what questions to ask in order to make sure that the person that's doing the task understands the task, okay? So, so the more... Uh, distant you are from an accountable uh, environment you know an accountability environment of the people the more you have to ask the questions on how are the folks coming along with what they need to do and the tools that they need to get it done you also have to build the the relationship with the people that that work for you in that they're okay to ask questions it's 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 real funny so today i gave a presentation to the shop right I'm an office guy, shop, shop people are there, and it was I was in there getting prepared during one of their breaks. I was in there on the computer, and you would have thought it was a church. It was <laughs> like, dead quiet. And, and and there was a couple guys that, uh, you know, they, they joke with me. I joke with them. We know how to get business done, but the thing is, you know, there's no problem with communicating. And I said, yeah, you, you don't have to be quiet while I'm here. You know, you have to build, though, that relationship, which is what I'm doing. I have it with some people. I don't think I have it with everyone yet, of being open and and uh, comfortable with whatever they have to say.
0: Yeah. So the, one of the things you brought up there is, and it kind of starts off the conversation of, so how do you start an organization of accountability? What, what's the starting point? It just seems like such a broad, uh, nebulous thing You know, where does somebody like yourself or myself start building in some of that accountability to where, you know, one, people don't get frustrated, but two, they understand that, hey, this is important to the organization and that accountability
1: is a good thing. Right. Well, it's it's being clear on what you expect. okay, And then and then when things either happen or they don't happen, you acknowledge that. So if if they don't happen, when you when you and the person that's going to do that, that job. Agree to the date and the, the quality of the work coming out of it, you have to sit down and talk to them and say, listen, this is something that we discussed and was important, and you didn't meet your date. Okay. What could you have done? Because it's kind of like a postmortem. What could you have done differently to meet the date because this is serious it's business? You know, you can, show, you can show what happens down the line if, if we can't meet the dates that we commit to. And excuses are not acceptable well, so-and-so, well, so my car broke down. You know what? If your car breaks down and you're a week away from getting a delivery, you've got to reassess as the person accountable for that delivery. You've got to reassess and say, you know what, boss, I need a little more help because I lost the day because my car broke down I wasn't here or whatever the reason is. You have to, and, and talk to them about that. You don't scold them. You don't scold them about it because these are skills that that the folks working for you probably haven't had yet. Mm-hmm. If, if, if if you're beginning an accountability environment, then they haven't had the training. So you have to, you have to help them along with tools to ask for help when they need it, reassess where they are. Um, your checking in is a, is a kind of, is a reassessment. It's not being overbearing and you don't want to just say, Hey, where are you with that? And, you know, make sure you get it done. You want to say, how far along are you? Do you need help? Did you need help getting here? You know, do we still look like we can make it on time? Right. Well, I Definitely.
0: think, yeah. Well, I was going to say to add to that, I think that uh, people need to understand that those are skills that that they have to to build up. Most people think that it's all incumbent upon themselves to figure out how to solve the problem. They've got to understand that uh, there's a lot of moving parts and a lot of people that could be supporting them if they asked and if they, you know, if they had a clear direction or roadmap as to what they were doing and what the outcome was supposed to be. So I think that uh, when people do take on a responsibility or a project or a challenge or an improvement or whatever it is, um, part of the learning process is knowing when to ask for help, knowing when to involve people, uh, and then, uh, you know, working through your... Uh, leadership team on on how those things can be done, but the wrong answer is not doing anything and then just trying to do it yourself and then falling on your face. Right. And the the other part of that
1: asking for help is is knowing when there's just too much to do. You can't say yes all the time either. Yeah. If if you continue to say yes, okay, I'll get it done. I want to, you know, I want to be account thinking that accountability is is being a yes person, getting it done. That's that's the wrong way of looking at it but it's a two-way street so the person that's being asked to do something has to understand what kind of resources are available to help them because if if you've got five people in your department and they've all been asked to do things you know they the resources might be stretched a little thin and you might need outside resources but the the leader has to understand the schedule and the burden on all the folks that they're asking to get projects done right because you can't you can't say Hey, let me know what you need. We've got ten people in this organization, or five people, like I'm using the example. Uh, but if five people have forty hours worth of projects to get done, well, then there's there's no extra help with that or whatever. But there's no extra help to help each other if you've got if you've got forty hours worth of work and everybody's due date is next week. Um, the manager has to understand that what they're asking of the people, the people have to understand what they're committing to. And what resources they'll need to to get that done, and that's how you that's how you build the the solutions to all the problems by having that communication and that thought process. And you know, we we talk about planning. Maybe should be you know, planning and business should be our our main topic, not, not man versus business, but uh, <laughs> business planning or whatever, because everything's got to do with planning. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I will quote I will quote something that I read today because of uh, some of the activities in our shop today um, it might not be exact, but Ben Franklin said that one minute of planning will earn you an hour worth of productivity. I might be paraphrasing there but but I do I truly believe that one minute worth of planning will gain you an hour in productivity yeah and the way he put it was earn you an hour so that's a nice return on your time and yeah, and I
0: think that uh, um Understanding that the planning aspect of it um, is one hard to do, but two, if done right, pays huge
1: dividends, and, and it takes practice. It and, does. You know, your, your question was good about how do you start, right? You have to start someplace. Yeah. And and just start with start with the little things, and, and like I said, um, the, the little things could be you know whatever a weekly report. You know, just if, if a new weekly report you know comes out, hey, you've got to get this, and they've got to get input from other people. Um, If there's a long chain of support for what deliverable is that you're expecting, you have to make sure that the support of the person that you're asking is in line and accountable to get their parts done. So if, 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 say, your assistant is pulling together a report and they've got to get input from six different departments, you've got to work with the leaders of those departments, if you're not the leader of those, to make sure that they can be accountable to get their parts in so that... It'll all work smoothly. Like I said earlier, the end result of this is that delegation happens. You don't want to have to, to uh, do the report yourself because then that's that's something that could be delegated where your time then is expanded because you've got people that can support you with with smaller bites of the pie rather than you trying to eat the whole pie and generate this, this one report of one out of many things that has to be done by you and the, the people that work for you during the week. So what's the end game?
0: What? What? Why are we having this discussion on accountability? What's What's the end game
1: for the person and or for the organization? To me, it's speed yeah, and it's accuracy. You talk about Lean Six Sigma, and I will bring it back to, to the quality discussion. Seems like everything it, seems to circle back there somehow. <laughs> it, it really does, and, 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 you know, we didn't, we didn't, you know, force it into that bucket of, of lean slash six Sigma. Yeah. But, but we, we talk about lean six Sigma, lean being getting, getting rid of waste and yeah. six Sigma being getting rid of variation. Right. Okay? So if you've got an accountable organization that gets direction clearly, reports back clearly and, and accurately with what the tasks are, yep. you've accomplished, you've accomplished the lean six Sigma mentality of getting rid of waste and having
0: low variation high quality helpful well and and to me with a stronger accountability organization all those activity those strategic activities that you want to go after are now much uh, easier. One of the one of the barriers is now removed as to doing 5S projects or doing uh, Lean Six Sigma projects or doing continuous improvement activities or doing a root cause analysis or doing you know all these different things that need to be done to one, improve the organization, keep the organization running and you know, make the place a, a better environment to be, you've just now removed one of the barriers that kind of helps Stifle, you know, supports
1: the stifling of getting that stuff done. You know, you're you're right. Putting it that way is good. Uh, You know, the stifling of an organization. I think having an an accountability um, mantra in your organization, uh, it it makes everybody speak the same language, Mm -hmm. so it's well understood why people are doing what they're doing. Now, okay, go ahead. Well, I was just just going to say that you know why people are doing what they're doing, and and how they're getting it done is well understood from top to bottom across the, across the
0: board. Right, and, and I was going to add to that that let's all make sure we understand that uh, leadership has to drive this. this is, accountability is definitely a leadership ownership um, function, if you want to mm-hmm. call it that. It's got to start there. None of your employees are going to start anything on accountability. I mean,
1: right? But it does work. It does work on a two-way street. So, sure. So leadership shows that they're accountable to do what they say that they're going to do, and what yep. they agree to, as well as you know the frontline worker. Yeah. On the tasks that they're they're accountable for. Yeah. Which is part of their job. You know that they they do those things and they learn that that they they do them and they and to me stress goes down. Right. If if you understand and you have a good good relationship with the. The supply chain or the management chain in the organization, stress goes down because it's very clear on what you should be doing and when you should get it done. So,
0: uh, I'm assuming you have people in your organization that constantly say, "Oh, I'm too busy. You know, yes. I can't handle this. You know, I can't handle that." There's all these things going on. You know, the roof is on fire, and I've got five things that I'm trying to work through. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have any insight as to you know how to handle people that just that's their personality?
1: Um, yeah, what, what I recommend and what I practice is taking one of these tasks and saying, okay, I, I realize that you're busy. When can you get it done? If it's not, you know, extremely time dependent, when can you get it done? Okay. If, if it if they say, okay, I can get it done this coming Friday, that's where you say, okay, we agree that you get it done on Friday with everything else that you've got milling around on your desk and on your phone and, and wherever else you keep notes Right. Friday is when it's going to be done that's when I can expect it and, and when you get them to say yes okay the first time it happens the first time that you have this conversation the expectation for my part is very low on them actually getting it done because they haven't had to live this, this life of accountability so if it's Monday and they say they're going to get it done on Friday you check back with them hey I expect that on Friday on Tuesday, you, you say you expect that back on Friday. Um, do you need anything? And you know what? You might do it Wednesday and you might do it Thursday. And if you get it on Friday that first time, it, to me, it would be a surprise. Yeah. Okay? Okay, so assuming that you don't get it that Friday, say, listen, I asked you on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, how you were doing and what kind of help, and you didn't ask for it. When Monday comes and it's not, you know, it's not done or maybe you get it on Monday, but it's a day late, you say, okay, listen... How do we not have this again? Because needing it on a Friday, you know, whatever the consequences were, you have to you have to show that there were consequences to an agreement that was missed. It's just like anything else. If you don't pay your, your mortgage on the first of the month, there's a consequence. Okay, so in the work environments, the same thing. And then uh, and then as you build that discussion, that rapport, you're not chastising, you're not punishing them, um, but you're saying that when we say we're gonna do something, it really means that we're gonna get it done. Yeah. And I, if somebody if somebody really can't get something done because they've got way too much on the plate, well then as a manager, as a leader, you have to know that they've got way too much on their plate and the workload has to be distributed. Well and, ho- and
0: hopefully they've talked to you before that end date wow. comes about. Right. You know, That's about
1: right. that scenario. So But then the think what's important what, what's important and what do the people like to do. Mm-hmm. See a lot of a lot of the oh I'm too busy is stuff that they like to do and the things that they don't like to do, they get they get piled on there, but pushed out yeah. of the schedule because they don't like to do those. That, that, that's a, a a trait that I've seen with people that they'll they'll do the things that they like and they'll enjoy doing them, and then the hard things that they procrastinate on are the things that are left out, and then only used only used as a reason for not getting something else done. Right. I got this very important thing. So being observant, like we talked about last week. Um, leading from your feet, yeah. not your seat. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you have to you have to be in tune with, with the people that you're working with, so that that you know what needs to get done, what's important to get done, and and then you should understand what your folks like to do and what they don't like to do. And, and you know what, you got to figure out if if there's an activity that they don't like to do. And it's being used as a, as a reason. And I hate the word excuse, but a reason to to um, push something else off. You've got to grab that item and and do something with it. Right. You have to either you have to either say, you know what, just let's set a time between nine and ten o'clock on Wednesdays. This this nasty task has to be done, and just that's the way it is. Right. Or or figure out how to make it an easier task for your folks because you know nobody doesn't everybody. Everybody likes to do things that they like to do. The things that nobody likes to do, okay, how do you make it better? That's, that's what you get paid the big bucks for.
0: I think that's a good summary. Um, so why don't we go ahead and wrap up here. I do have a mm-hmm. pick of the week, and maybe that will give you time to think of your pick of the week.
1: Oh, I have, I have two written down, go ahead. Do
0: you really? I was prepped, man. Man, you were was, prepped big time. I'm so my pick time. of the week is, a, is a, an online cloud-based tool that I ran across this past week. Uh, for uh, doing diagrams, um, so flowcharting, mm-hmm. it's called uh, Draw.io. It's free, and it does a great job of diagramming. So it's a lot like Visio's Microsoft Visio's tool, mm-hmm. um, but it's a great price. <laughs> it's free. <laughs> free. Um, it is cloud-based, and your stuff will get stored, you know, in a Dropbox. Uh, If you have a Dropbox account or a Google account, it will store store your diagrams there. But as of right now, it is a free tool. I haven't found anything. And there is a small bit of advertising on the bottom, but it is not annoying or in your face at all. So uh, it's a great little gem that I found, and and, uh, I've been using it here lately just to do some stuff at, at the house here. Um, so something that if, you, if you're needing to do flowcharts or, you know, just uh, document, visual document diagrams, you know, with lean or any of that kind of stuff, check it out before you go uh, purchasing uh, Microsoft Visio. I'm sure Microsoft will love me love me saying that. But uh, uh, I would welcome the call from Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, they're to <not laughs>
1: advertise on our show. We can uh, yeah. we not cannot, we cannot send them free stuff. There you go. So what's your pick? Um, or my pick or picks. is, Well, I will go with uh, something that I've been using all week, um, and it's it's on YouTube. But um, my hobby is I, my two main hobbies: photography and bicycle riding. And so, so uh, I've looked at YouTube for both those activities on doing things. But uh, I will give a shout out to this one YouTube channel called FLERN, Phlearn. P H L E A R N Phlearn. It's a YouTube channel about Photography learning, oh, okay, and, right? So yeah, I, I get it now. So it's it's it, the guy that does it is um, is great, is a good teacher, and uh, if you need to if you need to learn something about even your cameras or the software that that uh, manages photos like Photoshop or, or uh, Lightroom or something like that, it's it's really cool. And he, he's sure. got a pay he's got a business. He's got a pay business for for real training. But what he does for free is just great stuff. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So we appreciate everybody
0: being with us this week, and we will be back with you next week. Have a good evening. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Man vs. Business. Please note that neither Sean nor myself are business consultants. We just have a strong passion for discussing all things business. Please remember to visit SigmaTree.co to see our other podcasts, our business ventures, and our blog. And by the way, you can also drop us a line from the message page. Again, thank you and have a good week.